0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another World Cup edition of the Dream Team Professor podcast. This is a match day recap where we look over all the top point scorers for today's games and then we'll do a quick preview of the games that are taking place tomorrow. And all of this is focusing on the Sun Dream Team fantasy football game. So we'll start with Neverland's 2-0 win against Qatar. And Cody Gakpo got the star man in this game, so 13 points. And he's actually got three goals to this tournament so far, which is a really good return for someone that was 4 million. Um, I've had him in from the beginning in quite a lot of my teams, so really impressive how he's done. Um, and he's going to be really sought after when it goes back to um, the club football. And then you've got Klassen. Um he's returned in every game that he's played so far. So he got an assist in this game, so two points for that. And then you've got the seven rating as well, so finished up on five points. Um, and then I was going to mention um, Nopper in goal. Obviously, we saw this as being a, a quite, um, quite a, a sure thing that Netherlands would get the clean sheet in this game. And it didn't really ever look like they were going to concede. But Nopper got um, eight points and a seven rating. So from a two million pound goalkeeper, you'd be really pleased with that. Um, out of the defence, he had Blind, didn't get a rating, so 6.7 from him. Um, Virgil van Dijk did get a rating, 8 points. Ake, he didn't get a rating and he got a booking as well, so his 5 points dropped to 4. Dumfries, again, only got the 5 points, so yeah, he's been quite disappointing considering he's uh, 4.5 million. Normally quite attacking, but hasn't really got any returns so far. Um, Timber did start. Um, who squad had a, on their preview, they had the lick to start, but I said earlier this morning... Um, I thought Timber would start and he did and he got the uh, he got the eight points and the rating in this game other than that though Frankie de Jong someone that we want to single out in this one because he's had back-to-back star mans and then in this game he grabbed a goal as well so he's had a really good points return so far he's up to 26 points in total for a player that's 3.5 million which is really good um, and Memphis Depay he's he started this game and uh, to be honest I did put him in a couple of my teams I thought that he could really deliver against this Qatar team but he just looked completely off it all game really uh, finished up on a uh, 6.5 rating so not awful but if you watched the game he he had some really terrible moments some really poor touches and shots so yeah not not someone I'd look to carry on with and Gakpo's quite clearly the best option there um, and then Holland they won the group so it looks like they're on to face the USA now um, so yeah, if you've got sort of any defenders or even Gakpo, um, that game against the USA, I'd be quite confident um, having Netherlands players for that. Then we move to the Ecuador versus Senegal game, which finished 2-1 to Senegal. Um, and it was Koulibaly that got the star man in this game, 13 points. He didn't manage the clean sheet, um, but that those clean sheet points got replaced really with five points for scoring a goal. So he got a goal in this game. Finished on 13 points. And then you had Saar that plays for Watford. Um, he scored a penalty for Ecuador. And you had um, Casillo as well, who plays for Brighton. He got he got the goal for Ecuador um, with a Torres assist. Um, and this is going to be... So Senegal um, qualified and they'll be facing England in the next round. So you'd have to fancy your chances, really, um, as an England fan, um, playing against Senegal. But, yeah, that's, that's Ecuador out. Um, and, yeah... Shame, really, because they've been quite exciting to watch so far this tournament. But I did have Pinion in a few of my teams. Got a 6.7 rating and a minus one, so nothing from him. Um, And not really any other players that I think would be quite popular. Then on to the England game, which finished 3-0 to England. So England have won the group and Wales are out now. Uh, Marcus Rashford, though, that's quite a surprise. He got the star man and two goals in this game. And quite easily could have had a hat-trick, actually. Um so I think that's him up to three goals so far for the tournament. Um, obviously scored in the first the first game of the tournament. Uh, and then you had Foden got a goal and a rating. So both Rashford and Foden, two players that didn't start the last game, have both come on and both delivered attacking returns. Um, Harry Kane got another assist, so I think that's his third assist now in total, um, but still no goals for him. So he'll probably be quite disappointed with that, but he's obviously not gonna well. I don't think he'll get the golden boot now at this stage. Um, But he's still contributing to the team, and he's still getting attack in return, so not terrible. Um, Then Harry Maguire. So, again, he's having a really good tournament. Um, Both him and Stones have just looked so good so far. Um, Both pretty much controlled the game from those centre-back positions. Uh, Both finished with eight points, and they got the ratings. And each of the full-backs, they didn't manage it, so they just got five points. He had Kyle Walker actually started at right-back in place of Trippier. Trippier came on in the 65th minute anyway. So if you had him in your team, you would have still got the clean sheet points, which is good. Um, I was kind of waiting for him to come on and I was quite relieved when he did. Um, Other than that, though, you had... um, Phillips got an assist, but obviously he's not going to be a popular pick. Um, Other than that, though, Bellingham had a free. Um, It was rumoured this morning that he might miss out when Henderson was rumoured to start. But actually, they both played and Bellingham played... bit more advanced with both Rice and Henderson starting a little bit deeper and it will now be Senegal next for England so quite a good fixture Um, it's the following fixture that's looking like it's going to be the tough one um, potentially against France Um, the thing that could be quite difficult to predict now though is that I mean Saka was rested and Sterling were rested and they both had really good fixtures for us in the first game not so good in the second game but now going into that in that following fixture against Senegal, it's going to be a big decision for Southgate to make and who they start on the wings, with both Rashford and Foden looking really good. Then to Iran versus the USA, and this finished 1-0 to the USA, and it was Christian Pulisic that got the star man in this game, so quite a good quite a good game uh, day so far for the Premier League players. So he's free, 3 million, he got a star man goal, and overall in this tournament he's got one goal and one assist, so not, not a terrible return for him. It was a dest assist. Uh, he finished on ten points and a seven point one rating. I didn't actually watch this game because I was obviously watching the the England game. These kick off at the same time in the third game, uh, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that um, McKenny got uh, played a really good performance, but didn't reflect in the uh, who scored um, point system, which isn't much of a surprise. That's back to back clean sheets for the USA now, so it's looking like they'll they'll face um, they're going to face Netherlands in the next round, but. They've been fairly solid at the back, so it could be quite a tough one if you have got Gakpo. Uh, it might be a tough game for Netherlands to break down the USA, but I would expect the Netherlands to, to beat them and progress. Then we're going to move on to a quick preview of the Wednesday fixtures. So we've got Tunisia versus France, Australia versus Denmark, Poland versus Argentina, and Saudi Arabia versus Mexico. We'll do a quick preview on all of these fixtures, but I'm not going to do the Saudi Arabia versus Mexico. Uh, fixture just because I I don't really have any players that I'm going to recommend from that game Um, so we'll start with the Tunisia France game so it's probably getting a bit boring at this point but it's Kylian Mbappe who's the main player that I'm going to recommend that you target Um, I wasn't completely sure whether or not he would start but I've looked at the who scored predicted lineups and they think he's going to start and I've seen a few tweets like this one from at Madrid Extra Um, they've got an expected lineup which is apparently from L'Equipe um, and they've got Mbappe to start as well. A few, a few different tweets have been out there that he's really wants to go for the golden boot and such. So. 7.5 million he's got three goals and one assist so far and he's obviously France's main man so he's probably going to be the best player to target I'll go onto this in a bit but I imagine that I'm probably going to bring him in um, in place of Harry Kane just because Harry Kane just hasn't quite looked on it he's getting those assists but really you do want from a 7.5 million striker that they are getting those goals like Mbappe like Messi and then I'm going to go on to Giroud as well again I I would have thought, to be honest, that they'd be resting players for this game. Um, You've obviously got the table that I've just got in this bottom corner here. France are first, Australia are second. Six points versus three points. Um, And you'd like to think that France have, have pretty much wrapped up this group. But I guess it's not completely over. Um, and they want to get the job done. So if they do start with these key players, like Mbappe, like Giroud, there's a good chance that if they do get ahead, they might then take them off as um, in like the 60th minute or something like that once the job is done. And then Griezmann at 5.5 million. Um, he's got the highest average rating in this France team so far in the tournament, 8.48, so a good option if you're looking to get those seven ratings, and obviously he's a good goal and an assist threat. Um, but yeah, really, I think those those three attackers are probably the best options from France. But as I say, there is a chance that they might get subbed off early. Um, in that defence, they've got Pavard here starting at right back. I don't think he did actually start the last game. Um, I'm not sure why. But he's probably the best option. But that Hernandez on the left-hand side, he has got an assist so far. And he's looking fairly good. But again, there might be rotation here and there. So wait and see the lineups. Um, if France do win this I've done the little predictor um depends which way you do it But I've had that they're probably going to face Poland in the next round uh, But that could end up being Argentina depending on how the fixtures go So obviously to me that Argentina game looks a lot more difficult, but we'll wait and see But I fully expect France to progress either way then on to the Denmark Australia game um, This is one. I'm not completely sure on because at this point the third fixture I'm looking to bring in players that I think are going to go quite deep into the tournament and Denmark probably aren't going to be one of those Um, but I do fancy the Denmark clean sheet in this game but one thing is that Australia have already scored against France and Tunisia so you can't I guess you can't write them off completely but I'd be back in if I was going to bring in a Denmark player which I'm not but I'd be back in Mylar the 3.5 million um, left wing back he got five goals in qualifying and he's quite an attacking threat from wing back so he's probably the best option from that defence. You'll get the clean sheet points and potentially a, an attacking return as well. Or Ericsson probably 4.5 million. He's fairly expensive but he is on set pieces but again like if you're looking for someone at that sort of option at 4.5 million you've got players like Bruno Fernandes that are the same price. So yeah for me I'm not going to go with any of these Denmark players, but. They're probably the best options that I would go for if I was going to target this game. Then Argentina versus Poland. This is probably going to be quite a close game, quite a tough game as well. Um, But I'm thinking this is going to go in Argentina's favour. They had their wobble at the start, but they did look much better against Mexico. And I can't see past Messi, really, at 7.5 million. He's got two goals, one assist in two games. And he's going to be really highly owned as well. It's Messi, isn't it? So he's going to be really highly owned. And if you don't have him, you're probably going to miss out on any points that he does get um, in terms of your mini leagues and rankings. Um, so, yeah, Messi probably the best tip for me. I brought Di Maria in a couple of teams in the last fixture and he was quite disappointing. So I'm probably not going to tip him for you. Um, but then the full-backs, one thing to note, so obviously I think they they, they started with two different full-backs and it looked like they would be nailed for the tournament, but after their wobble in the first game, um, it looks like Acuna and Montiel are the two new full-backs and they played fairly well in the last game, so I'd imagine they will start with Otamendi and Martinez as the centre-backs. Um, if you're going to try and choose out of that Montiel and Acuna, you um, he played Akuna played the full game and Montiel was subbed after 63 minutes and um, that could have been because he had a book in so there might have been it was a bit of a tasty game so they might have just taken him off because he had a book in but if you had to decide between the two I'm probably gonna go for um, akuna just because he played the he played the longer duration of the game so he's 3.5 million and then you have um, Enzo Fernandez in that midfield slot i have be careful with their midfielders because they have rotated quite a bit throughout the tournament but he came on and he scored a really good goal in the last game if he does start he is only 2.5 million um, so a really nice price point to get a midfielder in there uh, but i don't think he is that prolific he's played 13 games i see for benfica he's got one goal three assists so he does chip in but at 2.5 would you really expect i suppose and here we have my team update so Much better than yesterday's. I had no points yesterday. I've made up for it with 48 points today. Um, So from the back to the front, we've got Nopper in goal. He got eight points for his clean sheet and a rating. Kieran Trippier, I was happy with that one. He didn't start the game, so I was quite disappointed. But he came on in around the 63rd minute, I think I saw. So he got five points. Um, Nathan Ake, obviously clean sheet, but he did get booked. So he lost a point there and he didn't get a rating. So only four points. Luke Shaw, he started the game, only finished with five points for the clean sheet. And then Harry Maguire, who I've enjoyed this season, uh, this, uh, this World Cup so far, eight points for him. And then I've got Paqueta that didn't play, Vinicius Junior and Asensio that didn't play uh, from the midfield. Got Messi playing tomorrow, Cody Gakpo, brilliant, four million, 13 points, on fire. And then Harry Kane, five points as well, Um, so he got an assist and his rating points. So not not, um, too disappointed with how this team's looking set up actually, so really good from the back line. And then looking at that, so um, Netherlands play USA, so I'm probably going to stick with those players now. Noppa, Ake, Gakpo, I'm probably going to just leave them in there till the USA game, and hopefully they can get past that. And the same with England. So Trippier Shaw Maguire, I'd imagine, will start the next game against Senegal and then it will be on to a tougher fixture. But that gives me a whole round not to really have to worry about. Um, and Harry Kane, I would I wouldn't quite say the same about him. I, I think I might look to bring Mbappe in for Harry Kane. I just think the form that Mbappe's in, he looks like a much bigger, bigger threat really than Harry Kane at the moment. Um, I'm probably going to keep that midfield free exactly the same as it is until their game because we've got Cameroon um, for both Paqueto and Vinicius Junior and then Japan for Asensio so that's a pretty good game for them just as long as they don't rotate too much I don't expect much rotation from Spain because um, it's all still to play for in that group but that Brazil group they've got it wrapped up now so with Neymar out as well there's a potential they might try and rest um, Vinicius Junior I hope they don't but that could be, um, could be what happens. And then Messi, obviously against Poland, I'm going to keep him in because he's been pretty good so far. And just to recap, so it's 48 points for today, 181 points in total, which is not too bad. And in this team, I've, I've kind of got a bit more conservative for my transfers. I've got 19 remaining out of 30, so pretty good position to be in. Uh, I'm probably going to leave that, like I said, that keeper and the back, the back four until the knockouts. And maybe the places that I'm going to look to improve will be that middle, and then, like I said, bringing in Mbappe for Kane. But yeah, please do drop a comment with um, how many points you've got so far and how many transfers you've got remaining in any of your teams. That'd be quite interesting to see. That is everything for this episode. Good luck with your teams tomorrow. And if you've enjoyed the video, please do like it and subscribe to the channel for more Sun Dream Team World Cup content. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.